We should probably talk, and I feel like we should probably talk before we get into a populated area. Uh, Charlie, I understand you're probably a little irritated about what just happened. Do you know why I did it? Um, because I killed an elf? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's, that's why I did it, yeah. So, does that mean, because you've killed two times human, I can clear the docket? Uh, I suppose if you want to look at it like that, no, that's not why I was doing it. Um, they are going about murdering the local population. So we kill people who we disagree with? Is that what... If, In a war, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, not, we're not soldiers, <laughs> are I'm, we? I'm, are, are you fighting for a side? Sorry, I was Stan. trying to stop the war. By killing two people. No, 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 not then. That was different. So, um, that's what we're dealing with right now, is you killing two people because they were fighting a war that you're not actually a part of. You're not a soldier for either side. Or at least you haven't let on that you're a soldier for either side. Would you like to do that now? <clears throat> Which side are you fighting for? Are you? No. Because when we inadvertently started a war, we tried to stop it. You didn't. I mean, you did a little bit, but then when we were all like, okay, let's actually go and try and sabotage the enemy, you were like, with, I understand you actually, this isn't what I'm trying to do. I don't want to get into an angry confrontation. The whole point is I was trying to explain why I did the thing. You don't agree with what you, I did. You're saying the reason you murdered two people in cold blood is because, because they, they, was, they were provocative. I mean, how many times have you not been murdered for being provocative? Oh, look, Today? somebody tries to murder me for being provocative. That probably happens. I think we'd all be dead if we were able to be killed <laughs> for being provocative. I'm sure Ryland would have run me through many a time just in our walk. Is this not a conversation you want to have right now? None of those excuses make any sense to murder a person. I'm actually trying to justify it to you, but thats I don't think we're going to find a middle ground on that one. I'm fine with what I did. That's the problem. You seem to be fine with your actions, even though your actions could potentially lead to a lot of... What if they came to change the guard uh, whilst you were mid-murdering them? Then all of a sudden, we have to deal with an entire invading force, as you said, and you've brought that all down on us. Sure. I didn't see anybody just before I did the murdering. <laughs> Um, and and how much time was it between the murdering the and the quick. dragging to ah uh, and the looting the corpses and the dragging well, them would, to the side of the road? Would and have removed the corpses before I did the the the, the looting. Mm. Would have been quick. And so we're still there, and then someone comes to change the guard. The guards aren't there. Like it's it could get us killed. Sure. Okay. Point taken. And next time I won't do that. So you're telling me next time you won't kill someone in a fit of passion? If you like. I mean... I I, I, I don't... I, I mean, you don't just... Yeah, sure. Like, that's a bit, like, non-committal and passive-aggressive, really. Yeah, I won't <clears throat> kill people if it upsets the big uh, no, toff. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not being passive-aggressive about this one. I'm just... I think the thing that pisses me off the most right now mm -hmm. is that th everyone lost their mind at me when I tried to start a fight with the bird and 
may have been a little cheeky um, as well. And I was all of a sudden... Roland is right now. (laughs) Just going to say, the bird had it coming. Like, that bird deserved what we gave it. Oh, look, I I would have liked to stick around. Well, mine inconvenience. Once we started with the killing of the bird, I really think we should have killed the bird. Um, But we'll let Charlie finish. But yes... So, I, and I take your point. That is, we, we were pretty angry with you. I, the, for me, there was another issue. I think that you hold an expectation for everyone else that you don't hold for yourself. How do you mean? You're willing to hold everyone else accountable and then uh, argue away your act- anything that you do and any consequences that may come of yours as, oh, I didn't think of it, so it's not a big deal. But everyone else must be, must be held accountable for every little thing that's happened and that they've done. So I'm a hypocrite. If that's how you want to interpret it. All right. Um, so I take the point. Um, I won't argue with it. It's, it's, that's good to know. I would tell you that the issue for me with the bird, that actually wasn't my big point, my big problem. Um, it was... When we all tried to stop a war, ultimately you, you weren't up for trying to. And I know you had your reasons, but that, that very much irritated me. That I wasn't willing to potentially fight against my countrymen, your countrymen. in favour of another country. No, we weren't fighting against your countrymen. We were trying to stop a war. We weren't killing your countrymen. The point is, if I get involved fighting against my country, or working against my country's interests, my family could be punished severely for that. I basically don't get to see them anymore. George is now gone. Mm. What about my family? Would not the same apply to me? Sure, but you got to make that decision. If it got back that Ryland Westfall was uh, working against the interests of the Earhart's, and that fell on your family, that would have been your choice. I wasn't forcing you to do anything. Very well. That's your reasoning. That's good to know that you had that reasoning. I probably, after a minute, I probably just quietly pull Scan aside. Hey, Scan, do you want to split the murder money? (laughs) The bird money? The murder money. (laughs) No, I'm good. You can keep it. Okay, thanks. Hello and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master, Matthew. Let's go around the table, introduce the players and the characters that they play. To my right is... Angela, who plays Abella, and I'm eating a carrot. Uh, I am Karen Slink, and I play your friendly neighbourhood dragonborn, Ryland Westfall. I'm Joshua Walker, and I play Skern Feldspar, uh, whose surname is Tuferson. Um, Bring it back. That's, 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 that's the pronunciation. There you go. Hey, uh, Tristan, I play Charlie Roughhouse. And I'm Tom. I play your friendly neighborhood bard. Wait, no, you did that. Fuck yeah. it. Ha-ha! There can only be one friendly neighborhood Two anything. Spider-Man! What is this? I'm not friendly or <laughs> I did it first. Yeah, I'm Tom. I play Nezop. He's a bard, and he's happy and supportive and also really dark and sad all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's I him. feel like that's that a him. contradiction. No, no, that's, that's very apt. <laughs> that's exactly who he is. As you approach the city of Ratu, 
You see a number of red-shirted soldiers. Some are armed with swords, others with falchions. Some yet have muskets and pistols, and they're all guarding the entrance. There are at least seven men also stood upon a two-story mortared wall that you see near the gate. I don't know if anyone here is familiar with Teutonic architecture. Think of a grey or brown stone and then angled ceramic tiled protective roofs that run the length of it. Atop the gatehouse and the run of the wall, you can actually see red-shirted soldiers. And you can see ahead of you a gatehouse, which is a stone construct with brass-reinforced wooden doors. They look very thick. However, they are currently open, and you can see a few carts lined up in front. There are a smattering of different races. You see a few humans, a few elves, a few halflings. However, they are all very clearly of a rural bent. They all seem to be bringing in produce, although... The produce doesn't look to be of the greatest quality. While these carts are in line waiting, you can see that some of these soldiers are inspecting the carts. They are pulling produce out, running their swords into large piles of root vegetables, and the majority of the people seem to be quite perturbed by this. A few seem a little bit more relaxed, like whatever, they're not going to find anything, but it's a very unusual feel for the people who clearly come here to trade regularly. Are they wearing, uh, were the dudes that we murdered wearing the same? Yes. Ah. They look like in a regular army. Basically, if someone said, show up to work with a red shirt and brown trousers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, hey, here's your standard issue uniform, so you all look the same. It's like, eh, look, find a white shirt and just dye it red. You'll be fine. No, casting for extras. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly like, what I thought yeah. as well. Like we're casting greasers. Yeah, come and try out. So all these people wearing what they just see as greaser clothes. Yeah. However, these people look dangerous. That just as a glance, you're like, oh, oh, okay. The guys that we met on the road, no, these guys seem a lot more switched on. And they're mixed race. Um, probably more humans than elves, but uh, you definitely see one at the <clears> gate. <throat> Would anyone like to roll a perception check? Sure. That's a 21. 18. Nine. Four three on the dice. 14. So who rolled more than five, less than 10? That would be me. Scan, you notice that these guards are clearly attentive. Good uh, thing to notice. 10 to 15, which I believe is pretty much everyone. At this I moment. got 18. Yeah. 21. 21. All right, I'll come back to you. Uh, uh, I didn't roll. You didn't roll perception? No. Okay. She's busy counting murder money. She, she's looking if there's any carts she can steal from. Fair enough. Charlie, you notice that the guards are clearly veterans. There's a sort of way they hold themselves. And they watch the crowd with like a martial ease that is... You just don't get that unless you've been in a fight. And they've clearly done this kind of work before. Ryland and, funnily enough, Nezor, you're pretty certain that these guards have already eyed off certain members of the trade caravan that they think are going to be troublemakers. You're pretty certain the one that seems to be in charge here on the battlement, who's a really large guy with a salt and pepper beard, is quietly assigning them as targets for the guys with the muskets. Is anybody getting turned away? As you approach the gate, the cart at the front is unceremoniously told to go. What's in the cart? Rotting vegetables. The farmer, who is a halfling, glumly turns the oxen that they had around and starts bringing it back and it goes past you. Is it just carts, or is there a line of, of people as well? There's people, but they're clearly associated with carts. They're like helpers that have dismounted, okay. that sort of stuff. So there's no people waiting. Are we in the wrong queue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that we cut through the really, really dangerous swamp, so we... We've joined we've, the wrong road. We've beaten all the refugees. Right, OK. Yeah. We're probably, like, three, four, five days ahead of the refugee column. Cool. Would, I, would we realise that? 
Uh, I think you just did. Um, also, uh, does anybody have any uh, Bashano stuff? Anything that would make this look not you have ideal? An elf. We do have an elf, but that, so that's they. not a problem Hello. necessarily. Um, an elf is fluent in Bashan, though. Well, most elves are, I think. Would have thought a lot of elves would be, but even if not, you know, we're in we're in Bashan or Bashano or wherever yeah. that well, was, was until recently. Yeah, uh, finding an elf who speaks Bashano here is not that unusual. I wouldn't yeah. have thought, um, um, it, it, unless she decides to pick a fight. It, it's it's more like we don't look like members of the Bashano military, say. Oh uh, no, you look like dirty, dirty mercenaries at cool. best. Good. You went through a swamp. You haven't had bath in like what but, but, at least two days. My question would be. Does it look like we went through the swamp? You went through a swamp. Of course, you look like yeah. you went through a swamp. <laughs> Unless you decided not to, like you did prestigitation. There's no hiding the fact. So I'm gonna. So. It's, it's four very dirty people and a squeaky clean halfling. Um, are, are, we, are we far enough away still to have a conversation without being overheard? Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Um, I'm just gonna quickly point out the main dude. I think we want to keep an eye on the fella up there. Recognize? No. But I think he's the one in charge. And I do this as discreetly as possible. So Let's I don't actually draw, point. Not draw his attention. Salt and pepper beard. We're the first of the people from Arene. There's no way they don't know what's happened in Arene. We're obviously coming from the swamp and I'm looking at all of us and there's no way we can hide that. And they're going to know that's how we got here so quick. As a point, um, Charlie, you're quite a well-known sort of a person in Earhart, are you not? Sure. I'm not planning on leveraging that. I'm just feeling like you probably are going to be noticed. Not necessarily. Okay. He is filthy. Well, my my point is... We're um, all filthy. There, there's no particular reason why we can't actually be almost 100% honest with these people. Um, they say, where'd you come from? We say, Boreem. They say, why? We say, because it was burning down. Why did you get here so fast? We went through the marshes. Hmm. It turned out to be a shitty decision. So while you're talking, the elves that are on the first card are actually separated from the halfling drover that is running it, and then they are bodily searched down to their underclothes. And the people that are doing it are sort of doing it with a very disinterested professionalism. The halfling starts to complain, but there's an elf leaning against the gate who has a falchion at his hip who just looks at the halfling and the halfling just shuts up. A burlier gentleman walks past... Uh, and here's a bludgeon at his hip and just throws this, like, yellowed mouth grin at this guy. Uh, gender of the elves? Both are male. Both are male. How do you feel about public nudity? Also, I'm not Skin. going through there. <laughs> I do it every day when I burn off my hair. Yes, I've been trying <laughs> not to look. <laughs> so it's more just how does everybody else yeah. feel about my public nudity? <laughs> the cart ahead of you, by the way, Scan, the drover, who's also a halfling, looks Can over <laughs> and is just sort of throwing you like a... Uh-uh. Sorry, swamp. Bad swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird that I kind of stopped noticing you smelled like ass? <laughs> I think that was the swamp. Thanks, Ryland. I think we all smell that. like ass now. I haven't. I'm not judging. What are they looking for? Um, they're just patting them down, looks like, for weapons. Oh, okay. We have weapons. We have weapons. Is that going to be a problem? Uh, they seem to be looking for concealed weapons, which I don't think you guys are necessarily doing. I'm not packing. <laughs> Most of mine are fairly obvious. It's hard to hide a spear down your trousers. Are all the guards milling around the entrance, or are there some further up the road that we could get the attention of? There's the fellow with the bludgeon and the grotty mouth, and then there's the elf leaned against the door with the uh, falchion, mm-hmm. who 
has actually noticed you, Ryland. It's my dazzling good looks, isn't it? Yeah. Always. And Always he's, a curse. He's got like a, a little bit of a smile playing around his lips as he looks at you. This guy has definitely had some kind of formal military training. Now, with who, you're not certain, but there is something about the, the kit that he's got that is actually reminiscent of Erhart military mm. kit. Now, whether he's stolen that or just bought from the same supplier, you couldn't really tell. It's not standard. Like, you you don't get falchions in your military mm. outfit. But it, it kind of plagues you for a second, and then you realise he's actually got spurs on the back of his boots. So he's clearly he was clearly some kind of cavalryman. So does he know me? Maybe you should ask. While you're waiting, the uh, cart that was being searched gets waved through. The elves are actually ushered through holding a bundle of their clothes. They don't even get the dignity of being allowed to change. Now that the cart's moved, there is actually a fella standing on the opposite side of the elf that you've just been checking out. And he happens to have like a, a, not a sack, but like a rather large bag tied at his hip. And he gave them something as they went through. I'll tell you what, um, roll me a history check. 13 plus 2, so 15. Yeah, that'll be enough. So you've never actually experienced this yourself, but you know that there is a practice for armies that once you take a town, you try not to disrupt the local economy as much as possible because part of the doctrine is you take the town and then you try and squeeze it for every penny it's worth. So one of the practices you recall is that they would sometimes allow people to come in who were potential risks by issuing them effectively an entry token. And that token was to be returned upon their exit, and there's usually a time limit attached to it. Mm. One cart's moved off and one cart's moved in. Are we now standing further away and therefore at risk of getting noticed for just standing around doing nothing? Well, the cart in front of you has rumbled forward. Well, we, I pace. would have kept pace. Yeah, that's what I'm checking is if we're, we're slowly <laughs> moving towards this and we need to make a decision <laughs> about five people really yeah. doing it. Should we go in there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you can do whatever you want. All the halflings and stuff are going to be local, so it's not going to make any difference to me. So, yeah. Mm. I asked I asked Ryland, I asked the other person from Earhart. I wasn't being I don't even know what I would have been being. Okay, yeah, I, no, I'm, I, just, again. I'm just gonna yeah. tell you it's like yeah. just not sure if this is a problem, but man in the spurs is staring at me. You're dazzling good looks. Then you say spurs. Cavalry? Mm-hmm. Um you were cavalry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would he have served with you? I don't recognise him. Well do we we don't really have a would option at have... this point. If we leave it'll look super suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also would it be a problem? That depends on how fondly he remembers me, Scan. Well, I guess we just have to go on. I'm just saying, play it cool. Yeah, okay. So the cart ahead of you is brought forward and then searched. As the guards are checking its contents, you can hear the one with the token bag speaking to the drover. Might be you can sell here, but there's a tariff if you enter. 10% of all goods. And then the half thing bristles at this and goes, 10% is unreasonable. I barely break even with the cutthroat markets here. The guard looks at him and gives him a hard stare and goes, you might have some luck if you sell to Castellan. And then his friends who've basically been checking the sacks of like tubers by dumping them and generally making a mess of the produce, give the guy a nod. The fellow watching the door goes, seems it clear, take these. And he produces those tokens. Do I recognise any of the names, particularly Castellan? Ooh, um, actually roll a history check. Actually, no, we'll just make it a flat int. Oh, no. <laughs> so um, non-natural... 20. Oh, that's more than enough. You're pretty certain you've heard the name Castellan before. I mean, it might be the same guy, but you're pretty certain that there was a minor lordling named Castellan. It's a very unusual name. Only a rank. Yeah, but you vaguely remember, and this may have been when you were looking for mercenary work, someone named Castellan was sort of running a recruitment drive for 
the Red Shield. So he may be some kind of like officer or lieutenant. You're not 100% certain if this is the same guy or if this is a rank within this mercenary outfit. They may have completely different kind of military doctrine. Like, mm. you're not 100% certain. You do recall, however, recently when you were inquiring for work with them that they had a contract with the Bashano, though. Though that's clearly changed. Ah, which would explain the number of elves. So, yeah, this cart's let through and it passes crushing a lettuce. You all step forward. The fellow with the grotty teeth and the bludgeon leers at you, Abella, and the other guard, the elf, just sort of gives a half nod to you, and he's still got that strange half smile playing around his face, but says nothing. Mm. The guardsman at the gate goes, names. Nathild Northern. You. Is he Jumont? Sorry, coming up with a fake name. I was I was really waiting for somebody else to say, are we going to lie or are we going to tell the truth? Um, well, I was definitely. I mean, good. both of those have like we have good reasons. This is it. Like yeah. they're intentionally. Do you have right. any good reason to lie about who you are? Not especially, actually. Uh, I am Scan. Right. Gee, you're a big fella. He says, looking over at Charlie. Nizzle. <laughs> See, you're a big fella. Does this big fella want some ice cream? <laughs> Charles. And you? That's all. Halflings. Right. What's your business? Bath first. Then I am looking for a blacksmith to repair my axe. Mm. I suppose recreation. You should be aware there are no powdered weapons allowed in the city, and if you're carrying a blade, there will be a tax. When you get through the gate, all your confiscated weapons will go with Lariat, and he'll give you a receipt. Meaning my pistol? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. And I'll I'll pull out the pistol and offer it to him. What if I don't have any powder? If I surrender the powder but not the pistol? No pistol, no powder. Oh, I have to give you the powder as well. All right, suddenly, I will leave them with Lariat and I go and do the thing. Is this blades as well? Miss, you can keep blades, but you have to pay fee. All righty, we'll just do that then. He produces five little pieces of wood and they're pentagonal in shape and there is a very subtle smell coming off them as well. Charlie and Ryland, you immediately recognise that as Erhart Rose Oil. Ooh. Okay, so you are all issued with these tokens and then waved through the gate. And as you pass through the brassery-enforced doors, you enter into a small courtyard that is mostly muddy track. But you see situated in the centre a carpet that has been laid out, sitting prominently upon it, a wooden desk with inkwell and a few other little bits and pieces. Uh, There is a man underneath it that is currently dealing with the halfling ahead of you, but keeping him out of the shade is a propped-up tent that is situated above him. The man himself looks about 20 years old and he's wearing the same uniform style that the rest of these mercenaries are, except his is a large red coat that he wears over a non-standard uniform. He's an officer in conquered India. Sort of, yeah. That might be the way you um, you would interpret it. He has... Gold rings with rubies on his left hand. There is like a piece of glass in a tripoint stand on the desk. And there is a baton. It looks like it's made almost of pure gold. You guys may all make perception checks as he finishes up his business with the halfling. Uh, 17. Yay, finally. 25. Uh, 13. 17. Okay. Even from this distance, you're kind of getting pins and needles, hair on the back of your neck feeling that you experienced recently. Magic, basically. Okay. He's a graduate from a wizard college. To me, the, the gold thing looks like a, a, a wand. That rod is his, my guitar for him. It's going to message to scan. He's the only one who can hear me. 
this guy is at least vaguely magical. Even if he can't help you, he might know someone who can. It's worth asking about. I'll respond. Thanks. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, who here has the highest passive perception? 14. Is probably, probably 18. me. I've got 18. Okay. I'm 16, so no. You hear a high-pitch, single-tone noise. It's a constant, but it seems to be increasing in pitch and loudness slightly. Uh, so Anyone yeah. who's got over 15 can hear this okay. at this point. So I haven't... So I've noticed it, So, um, yep. and I've noticed that it's getting higher and louder. Yep. I, tem- I, out of curiosity, stop moving. Uh, it fixes on a single tone. Mm-hmm. I take one step backwards. It lessens. And Lariat looks at you confused, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just a minor experiment. Uh, here is my gun. I put both pistols on the counter. Okay, roll me a deck save. Uh, 16. That, that will get you past it. However, it does not save him. Uh, the rings on his hand explode. <laughs> Good. The glass shatters. He swears and clutches his hand and Cussing, then looks cuss. up at you and goes, <laughs> yeah. I go, my God, are you all right? My hand... Oh. Um, can I then try to... like, uh, If you will permit me, um, would you like a good berry? A what? A berry that makes you feel better. It helps heal minor injuries. Uh, sure, that sounds great. Oh. I, I, I do the the and good berry thing and yeah. give him. I give him as many good berries as I can make. Can I determine in any way what just happened? Sure. <laughs> um, can I account it? Because I'm standing there yeah. holding my gun round the wrong yeah. way. And he's just like my rings. Oh, I got a seven for Arcana, so I'm assuming I discover nothing. Okay, let's there. try an Arcana then. That's seven as well. Well, uh, why, do things explode around you often? No. <laughs> you you look to Are me you some responsible sp- for this. Not a, not deliberately, certainly, yeah. sir. At this point, he's leant over and grabbed the baton, but he doesn't appear to be like brandishing it like a weapon. Oh. And he points it at you and focuses on it, and then drops the rod, and you can actually see it burn into the wood. Oh. Well, that's not good. How are you alive? You got me, buddy. But if you could help, that would be, like, point me in the direction of somebody who could do something. I, I have magic sickness? He really stinks. I do. So oh, bad. I had just noticed that, actually. He's got a hairy butt, too, but... No, not currently. Give it till tomorrow morning. I, I wake up every day covered in hair. Um, not everywhere. Just... No, no, everywhere. Did you expose yourself to something? <laughs> Can I, yes, Ken. Can Did I, you say expose yourself to something? <laughs> <laughs> he certainly exposed himself to us. <laughs> I shaved his butt once. You did. You did. You are, without a doubt, the strangest people I've met today. <laughs> I haven't done anything. Do you need to look at my dagger or something? What? Do you need to, he said you needed to look at my dagger. Yeah, I can deal with that in a moment. It's I need dagger. to understand why this man made my rings explode. All right. I'm going to very per- can like I, pointedly can put I, my dagger on the... Counter. Can I insight what the hell Charlie is trying to achieve with the coughing? Yeah, don't <laughs> fucking tell him that you spilt magic shit on you. Oh, I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm still messaging Scan. Just tell him that we went through the swamp and it was a bad time. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, while this is happening, Charlie... You, out of the corner of your eye, noticed that the piece of glass in that tri-pointed holder, it's just shaking slightly, and you hear like a, like it's almost like a tea cup chattering on a plate. Is it increasing in yes. intensity? 
I'll put a hand on. Because Stan stepped forward, right? Yes. I'm actually sort of back. I, I, I've taken a step back from it his table. Lessons, but it's still pretty consistent. Yeah, I'll gesture towards the glass that's sitting there going, like. Yeah, Larry looks at it and then you just sort of see him go a little white. To answer your question, we went through the, the marsh, the bog, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's some stuff in there that we can't quite explain. Put it that way. We just got lost in the mist for two days. There were some creatures that when they eat, they eat metal. I've never heard of anything like that, but it doesn't surprise me. Go into the swamp, you'll see them. I flick my axe so we can see the bite mark. Good Lord. Not exactly the words I used when it bit down, but, you know, you got the gist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, avoid the bog. Oh, we could have used those lost monsters to do with a bird. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's also a really big bird. That would have been great. Really made of metal. metal bird. The bird big was made of bird. metal. There's a Gi- big bird Gi- in, giant in a metal. Swamp, giant and there's the, the fact that it's metal is kind of bird. integral. Anyway, this you is... know the thrakes that live in the uh, royal gardens. You're clearly a man of culture, but I've never had the pleasure of. That, but to the fucking huge gardens. and metal. There are a bird that likes to throw its prey against the thorns of the Earhart Rose. Imagine one that's about 20 feet tall and made of metal. I would rather not. Fucking huge. Uh, And and you're telling me this is. I'm telling you I punched the shit out of it and it's in a swamp. Who put you up to this? (laughs) Uh, If Uh, only. Okay, I missed at- the trick with the ring. I'm very annoyed about that. And then he looks down at this paperwork, which has now got, like, bits of, <laughs> like, Broken metal and... <laughs> yeah, stuff on it. And he sort of just sweeps it and he goes, I'm just going to stick to the script. Where are you coming from? The swamp? Before that, Oreem. Oreem? Mm. Yeah, shit was burning down, that, so we yes. left. Yes, I'm aware of that. That's we were told the swamp we- would be... Quicker and therefore more likely for us to get a. Bed. Don't mention the big metal buds. <laughs> Weird. Okay, what is your purpose here? A bit of a break. To yeah. be somewhere where there isn't fucking huge metal buds is so my you're main goal. Not seeking Excellent. refuge. Not permanently. We're not going to settle. No. Okay. What is the duration of your stay? Three days, maybe more. Depends on when my horse gets Between here. Between an hour. And two weeks. <laughs> About three days. I prefer my answer. He's just looking at all of you, so should I put down four just to be safe? Let's say five. Yeah, five is good. Let's go five. I'm nodding. Five. Good. He takes your names and marks down the number on your tokens, and when he gets to your name, Charlie, he stops a moment and looks back to you. The boxer? Not anymore. Don't suppose I could get an autograph? <laughs> I don't suppose you could forget the uh, reimbursement required for those rings. I well, think my autograph uh, post-retirement, post-retirement announcement, well, pre-retirement announcement might be worth a little bit too. Roll me a diplomacy check. So 15. Yeah, he's like, thinks about it for a moment and goes, okay, that sounds good. I would just open my calligraphy set and just grab a card. Love and kisses. Basically, it's like, that's the final one that will ever be produced, I guess, in my career. Uh, He puts the autograph away in a satchel and then looks up at Crosh, who is inquisitively following the Mage's hands, probably to see whether or not food is forthcoming. And he blinks once and 
looks surprised. Oh, you have a dragon. I do. I don't know why I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> or anyone else who obviously let you in. He's yeah. been sleeping. Yeah. He, he's very tired. Popped out of the fur. He had a really rough time in the swamp. The mist, the mist was bad for him. He had the best time out of all of us <laughs> in the swamp. To be fair, Charlie's not incorrect about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how much of this do we say in front of the dudes? I think that was meta. I just assumed that that was in front of the dude. Like, he had the best time in the swamp. And this is like, what? <laughs> just like, yeah, actually he did. The he swamp a was a rough time swamp. for us. Damn. I say this directly to the guy with a feeling that I kind of want to have a good chat about it if he's willing to listen. (laughs) He does not care. I will tell you all of this. He really doesn't care. Right, entry rules. This city is under the protection of His Majesty Charles Erhart and any action taken against his duly appointed representatives or men-at-arms will be considered aggressive actions by foreign agents and subject to summary punishment. All powder and powder weapons are to be surrendered upon entry to the city and all other weapons are subject to an arm tax or confiscation. I have noted the tokens and have provided you with a receipt. Should you wish your weapons back, you may claim them from this gate or wait a customary time at the other exit. There is a curfew at Seven Bells, and there is to be no wandering out on the streets at night after this chime. Travel is restricted without permission whilst in the city, and waterborne travel into and out of it is at the moment prohibited until order is fully restored or special permission is granted. Whilst you are in the city, you are subject to the laws of His Majesty and expected to keep in good faith. You understand? Good. Welcome to Ratu. And he looks at each of you. I'd say that's probably about three ducats, and that should give you full rain. Flick a ducat up onto the table. Yep. Yeah, pull right. out the other two. Yeah, cool. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, without much Not more... Not pay him the murder money. <laughs> <laughs> that With... was meta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without much more to do, um, yeah, you find that your weapons are sealed up in a casket. Like all of them or just the pistols? Just the pistols, the powder weapons, the powder, the shot, and then it's put inside... And you're given a piece of paper detailing the contents and the number, which has been stenciled around, which is 12. Okay. He hands it to one of you, whoever wants to take it, may take it. Well, Scan gave him the most money, so... Yeah. Lariat thinks for a moment and goes, you're new to the city. Would you like me to give you some recommendations on where to stay? Much appreciated. Yeah. That would be good. Absolutely. I personally think that the Nine Widows uh, up near the Lawbreakers Circle is possibly the best place in the South Markets. Otherwise, you could get lodgings possibly in the Alehouse District, which is... And he sort of leans over his shoulder and points. If you follow the main road and then turn right, follow that down to the shorefront, it's where the dock workers like to mingle. Uh, There's probably lodgings there. There's also uh, some shops and curios on the uh, Esplanade to the bridge. Uh, You won't be able to cross over without a specific entry visa, but that shouldn't be hard to get if you go and see one of the guard captains. So that's into Erhard? Into the uh, main city proper. You've been given a temporary visa into the South Markets. Right. I have nothing further if you don't need to hold me. No, no, not at all. Don't be out after seven. What? Seven bongs. Seven bongs. <laughs> what, what what time is it now? Uh, it would be currently one bong. It'd be one bell. I don't know why I'm disapproving of that. Yeah, um, it's, it's a, like a lime. <laughs> no, no, it's a limey. So yeah. like making fun of the British, like the yeah, clock. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, yeah, yeah. No, no, I get. I get it. Okay, good. Yeah, you're making just, fun of the British, Josh. I don't yeah. know if you got that because you're British. Um, yeah. Josh. Mm. I think. Angela, you can shut up. <laughs> 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 Fucking bombs! 
<laughs> yeah, cool. All right, now that that... It's like, I know you well enough to know exactly where this is going and you can shut the fuck up. Fair. <laughs> I suppose as soon as we leave the uh, presence of this dude, uh, I say, so, Charlie, I'm going to assume you want to go and kick some heads in and have them not be ours? I'm going to go take some time to meditate the only way I know how to meditate. Cool. That's That was my question. Um, so I was going to say, would you like to organize a meeting place later, or are you just going to meet us tomorrow? You'll know where I'll be. Very well. Okay, have fun. Bye. All right, so you, you walk out, and the muddy track very slowly turns into flagstone, and then there is a really nice little town here. Most of the buildings here are at least two stories. The bottom floors of all these houses or businesses are stone. And then the upper half is wood. Abella, what's your passive perception? 14. Yeah. Uh, this place is like walking into Vegas. There are gang signs and criminal symbols just all over this place. You see what look like territorial markers. Nothing that you specifically recognise here, but it might as well be walking into, like I said, the strip in Vegas and seeing, like, all the neon lights. It's just immediately you recognise this stuff. This is Thieves' Camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just everywhere. But it looks well to do, at least here, like, on the main street. It would take at least five to ten minutes' walk to get there, but you see a bridge immediately opposite this gatehouse that goes up to a four-storey stone keep. A Tower of Ratu. Exactly. I've heard of it. On a map. Yes. The, the Tower of Two. It looks like a military installation. and it, Does it look damaged? No, actually. This place doesn't look war damaged that much. There's a few kicked in doors. Was, and it, was it garrisoned? Yes, they had a military force here. Uh, how big, you're not certain, but it mustn't have been too big. The other distinct feature is there are red uniformed soldiers everywhere. They're picking up detritus off the ground. Uh, they're realigning doors. A few of them have hammers and nails. They seem to be, like, aiding in rebuilding the town. If they had another day, this would look like not business as usual. Mm. So it was clearly a very, very clean, cleanly done thing. I'm going to follow Charlie. Okay. Not saying you guys have to, but uh, I'm going to look out for him. Absolutely no intention of following Charlie. Hey, uh, have no, fun! Um, I would say, I would put my hand on, on Nazel's shoulder and say, uh, I don't know how far your message thing goes, but uh, if, if there's any, I, I doubt there will be, but, you know, try and keep him out of trouble. <laughs> That's why I'm going. Yeah. So do we tw- want to try to find an inn to stay at? Um, I, what are we thinking? The Nine the nine Widows sounds nice. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll say to, to Nezor as well before he goes, do you want me to get you a room there or are you going to hang oh, with I can Charlie? always find my own room. Okay. If if I can't, I'll meet you guys there. <clears throat> sure. You'd be welcome to share with me, but I feel like that would not be a welcome suggestion. <laughs> hey, I can watch. I can sit there and watch hair grow. <laughs> <laughs> In real time. <laughs> Weirdly fast. <laughs> that's it. Is it all at once? As, uh, like I, nobody I knows. I tried to figure this out, didn't yeah, I? I yeah. did actually. It was just like nobody I wake knows. up a little early and I'm hairy. Um, I was like, I, I, can, can, would someone mind watching me sleep? <laughs> I or or can I pay someone to watch me sleep? I think that might you be. You can do a anything fetish. you want. Hey? I think that might be a fetish. Oh, it definitely is. But that's not why. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're splitting the party. Charlie and Nez are off to. 
beat yep. up a bunch of dudes. I'm not touching anyone, but <laughs> all right, I'm gonna uh, serenade them while he does yeah. it. At Scan and <laughs> did anyone else right. just have a mental image of the road to El Dorado? <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. Like, these dice are loaded. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, so Scan, Ryland, and Abella are off to go and get lodgings from somewhere. Nine Widows. Yep, Nine Widows. You're heading up towards Lawbreaker Circle. So basically you come to this intersection. Charlie and Nezor turn right. Abella, Scan, and Ryland turn left. You three walk towards the Lawbreaker Circle. And as you do, uh, Abella, you notice out of the corner of your eye on the lower half of a building... Just past some Bashano carnations, a small V has been etched, and that immediately grabs your attention amongst all the other like graffiti and other sort of gang signs. Because this isn't this isn't like paint or something. This more looks more like a stencil. Like someone took time with a chisel to do this. Is this on like a shop front or is it just a corner or it's on the short, it's on the side of a building, it's not a shop front. You're pretty certain this is residential. Are there any people around? Uh, you see a couple of soldiers nearby, um, but other than that, most of the locals are keeping to themselves. There are a few like shopkeeps out talking to some of these guys. Uh, some of them seem annoyed, some of them seem okay and just having a civil conversation, or as civil as you can do in an occupied city. Okay, well, I think I'm going to keep an eye on things because I'll be more like clued up. I'm specifically looking for either of those symbols in the front of any shops or Shop. any kind of public place that I could approach someone. There is like what looks like a mystic of some kind set up. She's like, you can see that she's like reading palms. Um, but other than that, it's okay. sort of... And when I see her, I go, <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I go down and put a mark down and I say, what can you see of me, wise one? Uh, this woman is clearly a lot younger than she seems. Like she's put on like crow's feet makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. And she reaches out and takes her hand. Dead serious. Yeah. She reaches out, takes her hand and goes, Ah, oh, an elf, but a man also. <laughs> Let me read your aura. And she takes your hand and she starts stroking it. I whisper sarcastically to Abella, Wow, some real insight there. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you come from. Far away, your mission, once clear, is now foggy. You've come to me for direction. Yeah, also, I've got magical sickness. I'm wondering if you can help with that. <laughs> she just drops the hand and goes, not a magic user. All right, then carry on. <clears throat> ah, you are circled by dragons. Just one. It all turns. She looks up and goes, you are circled by a dragon. It all turns. Well, too. She looks over and looks like us. The previous statement does still apply. <laughs> ah, you are closer to your goal than you dare dream, but you still have a time to go. <gasps> my goal, tell me of my goal. Yeah. You wish to find that which you seek. That yeah. which has been taken from you. Yeah. But this may be a falsehood. But you said it's it wasn't. Every time she's just <laughs> stroking your hand in this really seedy, weird way, and you can just, I don't know if I, you want to do it. really bad. I roll perception. <laughs> yeah. You mean insight, but yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah, she's full of shit. Like, so full of shit, her, eye, her eye's brown. <laughs> can I Can I have been aware of that because oh. I was aware of that? <laughs> I mean, you absolutely can. Can I perceive possibly a little bit harder about her? You can do an insight. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. 17. 
If it's insight or perception. Look, she's basically telling you vagaries and kind of like drawing. She's using a lot of like metaphor that is quite common, like... Uh, you know, ah, uh, you you will meet a tall, st- a dark stranger, that sort of shit. You will I, be in a, uh, you will be cast adrift in a storm of tumultuous emotion. Will I be cast adrift in an actual storm as well? Yes, yes. Mm. All these things will come to pass, for I have foreseen it. Cool, um, cool. Thanks very much for that. Um, <clears throat> do you know of any hedge visits or magical practitioners in the city, other than the dude at the gate whose stuff I exploded? You what? <laughs> it was very funny. It was quite funny. I have a feeling we ruined his day. It was great. It certainly ruined his rings um, <laughs> and his hand. Um, it was an accident. Or, Do you know of any magic system. users in the city? There's a hedge wizard in Tinker's Corner. Cool. That's great. Thank you. You have earned the mark. Do you do other things? If I was to say, need someone to watch me sleep... She just sort of blinks it's not at a, you. not a kinky thing at all. I just, I'm curious because I have hair that grows a lot and I'm just wondering when it does it because it doesn't do it when I'm watching. We're, we're close for business. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Matthew, your dungeon master here. The cast and I hope you've been enjoying this episode of There Be Dragons. I just want to take a moment today to talk to you about a really cool community and YouTube slash Twitch channel, Nerds of the West. If you're already familiar with the nerds, you might know that Nezel Valgoulis, aka Tom Moore, is one of the fantastic team of nerds creating quality board gaming content. Where else can you see two large hairy men reenacting memorable dates from the game Fog of Love? If you're not already familiar with the nerds, you should be. You can check out their content on YouTube by searching for Nerds of the West, or you can catch them live on twitch.tv slash Nerds of the West. We even have a special There Be Dragons episode filmed on the Nerds set where we got together to play Betrayal at Boulder's Gate with the entire cast. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I my my luck with dice is on full display with that one. I bungle something horrendous. It's very funny, you should check it out. We're also taking this opportunity to announce a few new things that we've been working on. In the very near future, we will be launching the official There Be Dragons Patreon. We know that the current climate isn't great for everyone's bank balance, but if you've been enjoying the show and you would like to make a pledge to help support us to make the story, please consider doing so. To be notified when that goes live, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, even check us out on YouTube to get notified about when we're going live. And if you can't make a pledge, please consider telling a friend about the podcast. Every new listener is someone who gets to listen to our really cool story, and that excites us. We have a few more announcements going out over the next couple of episodes, but we also want to do a small mailbag mini-sode where we answer your questions. So if you'd like to ask the cast a question or find out more about the law, anything else that you've been curious about, please feel free to email those through to us at our webmail, therebedragonspodcast at gmail.com. That's therebedragonspodcast, or one word, at gmail.com. And use the message line mailbag episode. Well, that's it for me. Let's get back to the story. And hey, thanks for listening. So, Charlie and Nezo, you part ways with your company, and I guess, I would say walk, but I, I feel like it's a stomp. Um, I'm getting the picture that, that Charlie doesn't want to talk, so I'm not really saying much at the moment. Yeah, so you follow this road, it's straight to begin with, but then starts to wind, and the housing gets progressively worse. More run down, more overgrown, uh, weeds everywhere, 
coming through the flagstone and then you like it's it's not an almost trip into the river but it's basically like you kind of just hit a stop point and then either side of you there's docks immediately to your right someone stumbles out backwards he's been either pushed or punched does a backwards tumble and lands in the drink the last thing you see is this mug of ale just disappear beneath the surface that's unfortunate do you feel comfortable going in here I don't yeah. want to put you in any there's, I can look after myself, and if not, music is always a good good weapon. Yes, no, I just... I'm going to get dark in this building. I'm here for whatever you need. I've I've, I've been on the streets before. <laughs> Nezor just, likes dark. Don't worry, I'll fuck about for you. <laughs> yeah, but he's a grown... Oh, he's an adult person. <laughs> he's yeah, just no. small. Nezor's <laughs> used to the dark side. Hopefully he doesn't throw a harpoon at me. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I would never do that. Age before <laughs> the harpoon. <laughs> 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 <Not wrong. laughs> no, yeah, that anyway. makes sense because you don't have to train. Yeah, no, it's really just throw and hope. Um, and I'm going to yeah, push the door open. I'll follow him behind. And be just uh, like I'm here for, for whatever. You literally fill the door frame. And everyone sort of... It's not like the stop and look, but the people near the door look at you and sort of then just go back to their drinks wide-eyed and like, oh, okay, that guy's huge. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> That's not that one who went in the water. Yeah. It's and you can see that there is a... Do you have a bulldog under your arm? She's trotting between myself and Nezor. <laughs> massive, half-clothed man, still muddy as fuck, carrying a bulldog, who is also presumably not muddy. No. She didn't touch the mud. She is pristine. Yeah. (laughs) You see a full tavern. There's about eight tables. It's about seven or eight people a table. And then you see an old dock hand sitting at standing at the middle of the bar. And someone's like tentatively patting him on the shoulder and then like shrinks back. And he just sort of clicks his fingers and tavern wench brings over. That's just a stein and sits it down. He just sits there and he drinks it. Everyone's keeping their distance, but it's still pretty jovial. Uh, Nezor, in the corner, you see someone playing an instrument you've never seen before. It looks like two pieces of wood and, like, canvas and string between the middle of it. Uh, it, The music actually is not too far away from braying. It's like this weird wheezy noise. And then they... um, Yes, yes. Well done. But you've never you've never I seen this. Like, literally no idea what this is. It's yeah. one of the old hand accordions, not the like piano accordions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh human woman who's playing it and she doesn't seem to be particularly confident with it, but she's making enough of a tune that everyone's sort of like, Yeah, why not? Put my hand on your shoulder and go. If you're going to go to the the, the lady making the noise, could you take Duchess with you? Um, absolutely. I'll look after her. And I put my hand on his hand and cast Enhance Ability. Okay. Giving him... Crack, um, crack. <laughs> yeah, pretty much g- giving him Bear's Endurance, which is extra hit points and uh, advantage on constitution checks. Okay. And is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Charlie knew that... He, he, like, if it, it, not for this, but in a professional bout, he would not. Oh, this is not a professional bout. Professional bout. This is about getting dark and violent. Some shit out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. So two d six temporary hit points, um, and lasts an hour, along with six. advantage on constitution. Eight plus eight, an advantage on constitution. Constitution checks. 
Checks or saves? Uh, just says checks. I'll double check. Sweet. Yeah. That that's that works perfectly for me. That just just sits there looking at you, confused. Yeah, like I'll sort of give her a pet and say, "You go with Uncle Nezzle." Um. Yeah. So there's this big fella at the bar, and he's where you're like trained and toned. This is muscle mass. He's not particularly tall. He's probably about five eleven. Yeah, maybe six foot. He's a worker. He's yeah. been manual labouring his whole life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he just seems to be drinking, taking long drafts from this ale. Elf or human, did you say so? Human. Yeah, but everyone's giving him a wild birth. Who wants to get fucked up? The, <laughs> the table next to you goes, hey! They raise their beer. And I'll just punch that guy in the side of the head. I assume this is not lethal. Of course not. Someone's just been like, yeah. Yeah, pretty and much. Now they are on the ground. Have you seen that picture of, like, there's a drunk guy sitting perfectly neatly following the contours of this broken chair? That happens to this guy, and his friends look at him and then look at you, and they all push their chairs back and stand up. Oh, you want to get fucked up too? We thought you were talking about drinks. I don't think. To be fair, that's a very easy mistake. <laughs> Is his friend's drink, like, on the table, or...? Oh, no, he... he the, oh, sorry, the friend of the guy you just destroyed? Yeah, okay, somebody's drink on that table. Uh, yes, they're all on the table. I'll grab it and just pound it and go, well, that's the drinks out of the way. Everyone's sort of looking at you now, even the accordion player who's Yeah, stopped. I was about to say, can you... Yeah, just call Let me know if and when... The music stops? Yeah, the music stopped then. Cool. So I, I pull my guitar out and start, like, starting slow, but as the action builds, I will be getting more and more energetic, and I'm going to be nodding to the, the accordion player, basically going, play now. Like, like basically giving her a trigger, being like, I am composing for you right now. So I'll be playing very fast and getting her to, like, punctuate it. What's everyone else doing? They're all just sort of looking at you with varying degrees of, like... What about the big amazement? Yeah, go for the. He's big still drinking. He's not paying any attention. Yeah, no, he's the main course. Um, <laughs> so I'll go. And uh, we're fucked up. Uh, I'm like, let's make it interesting for you then, and I'll tuck a hand behind my back. <laughs> they are not buying. That. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished the work day. We don't want to get fucking punched in the face, mate. <sighs> <laughs> What does a dude have to do to get in a fight, Charlie? (laughs) I will... I do it so easily. (laughs) You can take your hand out from behind your... No, I'm going to still keep it behind there. Um, I just meant you in real life, not Charlie. No, I'm going to keep it behind there. It helps me remember, because I like to act out my actions anyway. So everyone's just staring at me. Nobody's sort of like... The only person who's doing any movement in this room is you, the fellow with the drink... Nezor, who's playing, and the accordionist. Accordionist? Yeah. Accompanist. Like, uh, disappointing worms. And then I'll turn to the old fella. I'm like, what about you, Pop? You look like you can handle yourself. The old man picks up the tankard, drains it, and then slams it onto the counter with a bit of unnecessary force. Turns around to you. You're starting trouble. In me local. My damn boy's death. I didn't under- I didn't realise it was a funeral. You can damn right you didn't. But if if fighting will help, then <laughs> I sure. just want to drink me ale. 
have a peaceful little sit without people like you. And that arrogant prick, and he points it out past you to where the guy who fell in the water is, making things difficult. If you're here to drink, drink. If you're not, fuck off. Charlie will pull a ducket out of his thing and go, my apologies. I wouldn't want to make your evening unbearable. The old boy just sort of widens his arms a bit and goes, misery loves company. I don't think I'm terribly great company and I don't... It won't, yes. And he's going to sort of point at a, a bottle that looks like it's probably like, maybe don't drink this because it's probably really poisonous but also really alcoholic. Instead of three X or four X's on the bottle, there's an extra X. Yeah, like... <laughs> X's ring the bottle. X's. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just a skull. And just sort of point out... That's just the rat poison. Yeah, I'll have that. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's basically points at that and... You're pretty certain <clears throat> that whatever this is, the bottle was meant to scare people because <laughs> there is a stylized wooden skull that kind of fits over the top and the barman comes up, uncorks it, and pours you it away from it. Yeah, himself. a little bit. Just a bit. I'm like... Don't get this on your clothes. Like, no, no, <laughs> the whole bottle. If the if the accordionist has things mostly covered, I might join Charlie at the bar. Yeah. He shrugs, puts the bottle down, puts two little shot glasses either side, and then scoops out the ducket, bites it, like, can't quite believe it's real, and then basically just goes over to his equivalent of a till and just goes through it and basically just, after a bit, just goes, ugh, and scoops the whole thing out and puts it into a bag. Oh, no, 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 make sure there's more of this. Am I see anyone in the town? We'll drink whatever. This will get us started. Uh, open tap. Do you want the others in here? I don't yeah, think everyone. Um, okay, at that, the room sort of just explodes. Yeah. Everyone's happy again. Except you and this guy, who clearly is not having a good day. <laughs> and then you all glare. And then, <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, this guy just throws his uh, like, look over his shoulder. And you proceed to go shot for shot with this guy. Yeah, you continue up this path, it's not much longer, until you come into Town Square. And the first thing that grabs your attention, apart from, like, there's a group of people in red uniforms milling about the base of this thing, is there is a 30-foot-tall statue on a plinth, and you immediately recognise it as a just-a-car of some kind. And at the base of this statue, there are several, and when I say several, I mean probably about 30 black iron chains coming off this base. They appear to be anchored to it, um, but the chains go up into the fist of this Justica, and it's looking out across to the Hall of Judgment of some kind, which is a much grander building. It's very similar to the one that you visited in Arima, actually, but on a slightly smaller scale. This isn't ominous at all. Really so there are people chained to a statue? No, no, there's a whole pile of soldiers around the chains, and there seems to be a a heated conversation happening between uh, a fellow in a red greatcoat and what looks like one of the clergymen from the Hall of Justice. However, on the opposite side of this, you see what can be described as probably the nicest looking building in this town. It's overgrown a little with like ivy, but it's a, it's a very quaint inn 
and it has a nice little wreath of flowers inscribed on the, the headboard and it says the Nine Widows. Attached to the building, it also has like a small courtyard and it looks like you probably could park carriages and store livestock in there as well. And you see a young maiden feeding an ox. She hot? Uh, Does plain. she look like the kind of person who would watch a person sleep? I don't know. I'm pretty you set on this. Talk to her. <laughs> She's elven, though. You should know. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> young maiden, does she look sort of? It, it, so she works there, or she she lives. She She's looks attached to the building in some way. Like. You could probably say, at the very least, she likes <clears throat> feeding ox because she's talking to it. Although what she's saying, you has, you just see her mouth moving because you're still quite a distance away. But okay. there is still this this argument that seems to be happening. Can we hear anything? Uh, yeah, look, you grab snippets every now and then, and I it could, appears to I be... I could be prepared to go closer if you want to. Is there some way to get closer without looking like we're going over to listen? Like, is there something closer that we could go Oh, there are people just walking past. Oh, okay. At this point. It's, it's not a busy place, because it seems to be most people are staying in their houses until this passes, but there are still, like, you see, you know, a cartwright walk past. You see a few people going in and out of the building and sort of like doing the whole thing of putting their hand up and moving around, like trying not to look or get involved in whatever's going on. Um, well, then I will turn to um, Scan and Abella and say, can we do a lap? I want to see if I can find a blacksmith. I don't think there are any blacksmiths here. I... Yeah, I wouldn't think this is the kind of place for blacksmiths. <laughs> are you okay? You look like you're I'm about just to say you're you're so hard. <laughs> No, no, I get it. Let's go. Lot of them just going on. I'm only sleeping. I just, I just, I feel like you and I live our lives differently to the rest of them. I feel like you might be correct. Are you sure you don't? Just happy go lucky. Maybe we should ditch them. Murdy Charlie in his sleep. No. You'd want to make sure that you kill me first shot. What you're going to do is put your hand, my hand over your mouth and then cast blaze of flames in no, it or something. Duchess would be mad. <laughs> yeah, but then you would like you I know, know, I know. seal my mouth shut and I would become like a tortured justice. Oh my God, that would be so irritating. <laughs> Can you imagine the judgy looks? Oh, yes. He'd be like Deadpool from yeah, that movie would. of which we shall mm. not speak. He'd or Judge like Ryan, Dredd. Ryan Reynolds before Deadpool was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Okay. We go for a casual stroll. Yeah. I love that that was all in character. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're going for a casual stroll. Yeah. Um, uh, are we casual roll, strolling? Please roll deception. 17. The best I got is 10. 13. You get a few strange looks from some of the guards, but you're pretty... Or the soldiers, rather, but you're pretty certain that they're just looking at you because you're I a half-elf a and you're dressed like... And a dragon and also dressed like a crazy northerner. And we're I'm a crazy in swamp. Yeah, <laughs> we are covered in swamp. Yeah, and also filthy. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I smell a lot. Yes, you do. Their noses wrinkle as they follow you with their eyes. <laughs> um, however, you pick up this conversation between these two people. The guy in the greatcoat's got like a a staff that he's sort of using to lean on, and he just sort of you catch like, if you're not prepared to sign the document, I will simply have these men remove the statue and the iron, smelt it down, and you will not be recompensed. And the fellow who you think is possibly in charge of the statue at the very least is this is desecration you cannot do this this man leans forward with a deathly serious face and says to the holy man i don't care about your gods are they uh, hard a religious are they, uh, no they are religious secular society no religion takes a very second back seat to the the royalty however they are religious but it's like king 
country and God. It's just, it, it did seem odd, though. Um, I mean, these guys are local law enforcement almost. The the priests. This guy um, just seems <clears throat> insistent that he wants to tear down this statue. Is the, is the dude he's talking to an elf? Yes. Yeah. Not hugely um, shocked by that, but... It's another racist. Uh, oh. look, you know how I deal with racists. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm weighing what Charlie said about the whole thing, because he wasn't wrong. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to play a consistent character and just go murder. No, no, I'm like growing. Not here. <laughs> I'm tormenting <laughs> this. Um, Ryland is just channeling Gamora right now. It's like, I'm going to die surrounded by the best <laughs> in the galaxy. Oh, and I look at her and I go, <laughs> probably. For, for those of us at home, I was nodding quite profusely. <laughs> do, do I see any businesses of interest to myself, like possibly a smithy or no. a laundress or a bath? You see a laundress, you don't see a smithy. It looks like they've got baths here. Ooh. Like, now you're talking. Like, the, the like public baths, like you go and pay. Oh, yeah, 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 cool. Well, um, shall, we go, shall we go back to the inn? Yeah, I don't actually think there's anything we can do here. Yeah. Uh, like, there's nothing. Look, a statue at the end of the day is a statue. No need to kill several dozen racists before one. Not to mention that you'd kill the several dozen racists and then, you know, a battalion of them turn up and uh, want to Look, and I'm not even sure they're racist. Me. This doesn't seem to be a race-motivated thing. This seems to be a dude told me to do the thing thing. Okay, I, I'm I'm really filthy, and I'd like Let's not do that. to be so. Let's do that. Come on then. In bath, smithy. Maybe food. Yeah. All right. You walk into the nine meadows, and you're immediately hit by the smell of potpourri. Hey, I and love potpourri. <laughs> oh, I love potpourri. Yeah. No, I, I love anything that smells more than I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm, the smells are competing, but the potpourri seems to be winning. It's wow, pretty pungent. That is There's impressive. some fucking pungent potpourri because I, I, I smell. So what you see is like a small sitting area, like a settee. There's a, like a little table. There's some flowers. There's the potpourri. Um, the pots of potpourri. Yeah, it's like you turn and knock a stand with potpourri. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's all over the fucking place. Remind me of my great-grandmother's house. Speaking of great-grandmothers, there is a small check-in desk and there is a woman sitting at it who is a shriveled-up old elf and she has Coke bottle glasses on, like thick, and graying, graying hair. You're just full of sayings that aren't sayings (laughs) today. Coke (laughs) bottle glasses is a saying. Coke bottle glasses is absolutely a saying. Oh, okay. Never heard it, but sure. It's descriptive. I immediately know what you're talking about, but I've never heard it before. Yeah, that's definitely a saying. Fair enough. I take it back. I rescind. She looks like she's sitting on something, but you're pretty certain if she steps down, she's that hunched, she'd basically be a little taller than Nezor, but not by much. Mm. She is very old and Adorable. That's sweet as hell. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, visitors. <laughs> Have you come to sign in? Uh, Vivi would like three rooms, my dear, for at least three days. And a bath. And a bath. Well, oh, you certainly need it. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, murder her because she slighted you. I don't, I don't think, no, this, you're, all you're doing is demonstrating you don't really understand me at all. All I'm demonstrating is I know where to push. Shut up, not here, Charlie. <laughs> Shut up, dead Clarence. Not here, Charlie is best, Charlie. Jeez, what a callback. <laughs> that won't be a problem at all. That will cost you uh, 12 shillings. I put up the money this time. I go, Here you go. <laughs> Thank you, dear. I raise my eyebrow at the murder money, but don't say <laughs> She takes your hand 
and pats it. <laughs> the look on Angela's face is amazing. She looked like an impression of a good trout. <laughs> Your lips did a trout thing. You feel death itself. <laughs> is it? Is she stroking her in much the same way the not elderly woman no, before no, was stroking me? This is very grandmotherly. Aww. And she's like, oh, you look like you've been through so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> would you like a cupcake? Oh, yes, I would actually. That would uh, be lovely. She reaches under the desk I'm immediately and pulls out. up a small tray. <laughs> and you can see that she's been munching on one, but there are another three. And she offers that to you in a really shaky hand. Goes, uh, I need a cuddle for my name. Thank you. <laughs> would you both like one? This is the last. I'm not going to finish it. It's a bit too much for me, but you're more than welcome to have it. No, this woman is stone cold. This, I can guarantee this, this is an act, and this is how there is no one guaranteed. This is how I die. I'm going to be poisoned by a cupcake, but I can't not eat it. Stone cold, Look, stunning. There's so much shit wrong with me right now. A cupcake would be delightful. Please, take one. Thank you, madam. Can I arcana or nature it before I oh, eat it? Do I'm going want, to man. give her a few other shillings, oh. despite her protests. No, no, she she picks them up and with very shakily puts them back in your hand and closes the hand and holds it. You need to hold on to this. I make quite enough money with my business as it is. Fucking, Amazing. I got a non-natural 20 for my nature. Uh, <laughs> you're pretty certain this is made with, like, Bachano bay leaf? Ooh. Is that nice? Do yeah, that? it's sort of got yeah. like a very savoury texture to it. It's kind of closer to like a scone. That is the scone. best I have rolled all fucking yeah. day. And you wasted it on a cupcake. Hey, look, it's not wasted. <laughs> I now know that I'm going to feel better from eating this cupcake. I eat it. Yeah, oh, it's your grandma's cooking. Like, I pound it back. It's tri- good. Yep, yep. I savour it, but it's not a quick savour. It's a, it, Sorry, it's not a slow like, savour. Mm, so good. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no. Yeah. No, it's it's good. This is very good. <clears throat> You are a great cook, madam. I assume these are yours. I cannot imagine anybody else in the city would be as good as you. No, my great-granddaughter made them for me. Oh, was she outside talking to a cow? No, that was Millicent, the girl. Oh, okay. Good. Does your great-granddaughter work with you? I'm now completely taken with this lady. I'm like, she's basically my grandma now. (laughs) (laughs) No, she she runs a, a palmistry business down the street. A palmistry business. She reads your future. <laughs> <laughs> she is very, very talented. <laughs> Thank you. I told her she should open a bakery, but she seems... You know, I think that might even be better. <laughs> I do, however, cook the meals in the morning. I could put you down for... Please do, please, please do. do. And if they included cupcakes, I would double the fee uh, for the uh, night. Oh, we we do a smorgasbord. I'm afraid Ooh. it's first come, first served, but... And she gestures over your shoulder and there's a door and uh, you can see a dining room in there and actually there is like five mercenary soldiers sitting there having a meal. Are they in red? Yes, yes. I would love a smorgasbord breakfast. Please put me down for it. Uh, that's an additional fee for four days? Of course. Uh, just a shilling. 
I'm just going to take the shillings I got before. I'm just going to go, please take them. No, I can't please do take that. Them. Oh, my God. Please take Stop them. Stop being English. <laughs> <laughs> if you insist. And she I takes do. them and puts them away. But she fossicks <laughs> about... What are you... You just didn't want to keep the murder money. <laughs> it so also kind it to of... this darling old woman. It kind of amuses me that now this lovely little old lady now has... The proceeds of it, your 13 crime. 13 shillings worth of murder money. <laughs> You'll never be able to remove the blood from she your hand. She'll never oh, know. She fishes out uh, basically keys on a hook uh, with numbers on them and she gives you 10 through 12. Uh, could you recommend a bathhouse? There was one out in the square, but if you have one in particular... Uh, w- you would... we, we provide that service here as well, but uh, it, it, it is only one bath per floor. It may be being used. I will happily let the ladies go first. Oh. I probably will take the longest. It's more that we're particularly dirty. I have some honey's wax you could use. Perhaps that would help. Oh, I love her. It's just as long as you're not bothered by this filth in your bath. No, but there is an awful smell coming in. That would be scary. Do me a favour and close the door. I go and close the door. You have just murdered an old woman. <laughs> no. <laughs> I then remove yeah. my harpoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she's not perturbed no. that you're... She's not worried that you're armed. No, no, well, there are five dudes in the next room. Yeah. Uh, breakfast is served at seven in the morning. So, uh, and there is a curfew. Don't be out after seven bells. Fair enough. Not a problem. I do keep the back door unlocked, but you keep that between us. <laughs> of course. She winks. Should not be a problem. Uh, we will keep that in mind. Sorry, what was your name? Viola Dubois. Viola Dubois. That is That's a, a poor name. Who wants to bathe first? Well, thank you so much for your lovely hospitality, Mrs. Dubois. Mrs.? Uh, not anymore. Uh, Viola's handed you the keys. You ha- now have rooms for the next three days. I'm happy to go last. I'll go second. You go. You're the one who's dead set on a bath. I really want a bath, you guys. This stuff is swill. Like, this is some of the worst drinks you've... That's fine. You're pretty certain the thing that you're drinking would be, like, closer to a cleaning agent than a drink. It's probably somewhere in the vicinity of 70 to 80%. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to... To, to purge. You think it might be a gin? <laughs> I can definitely taste that. I can taste those botanicals. Yeah. It's like, it's like a rat has been soaked in here for a good few months. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, good yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Look, yeah. there's a rat head. <laughs> After you know, a good chunk of that bottle, Charlie will pull, like, pull a photo of George out and just stick it. On the table next to the bottle. Oh, like a small cameo or a portraiture? Uh, yes, that would have been of like him and something of, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. George gave him a keychain of the two of them after his first bout. Yeah. And it's yeah. a small picture in a frame on a keychain. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically just, it's like a little token. A, bit, a picture of him and George, and it just goes back to drinking and just sort of like. Oh, yeah, this guy doesn't. He barely looks at you, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not looking yeah. at like I'm not looking at him. I'm basically just like occasionally because what is he drinking? What I'm drinking? Yep, good. He's going to shop, shop. Yeah, 
So I'll basically like, you know, it would just be a drink and then I'd pour him some and then, you know, maybe he'd pour me some. But yeah. basically... The that's... bottle basically goes left, right. Yeah. Left, right. Roll me some constitution saves. Uh, let's say two. Ten and then a thirteen. Okay. No, you are now on two levels of fatigue, your speed's halved and your disadvantage on ability checks. But <clears throat> you're still standing. Would he qualify as very drunk? For definitely getting there. I don't know if it's like a pure anguish or rage or something of in yeah. between that's keeping you upright, but you're keeping yourself upright. And I'm, you're pretty certain the guy next to you is basically doing the same thing. Yeah. Nezel, what are you up to? I really want to drunkenly fuck with people, but I'm worried about causing trouble in the tavern. And I think it's probably a bad idea. Um, I'm mostly looking out for Charlie at the moment. Like, I'm willing to talk if he needs it, but I'm also just, like... So you're basically on the mid-strength designated yeah, or whatever? Yeah, pretty much. And I'm just shooting glares at people who, who like... Like, even... Not that anyone's trying to catch his eye, but people that spend too long staring at him, I'm just like, don't you... Just, no. Oh, everyone is not looking at these two people. Yeah. They're just like, oh, and the fun is happening away from the middle of the bar. The guy that you folded into his chair <laughs> doesn't come to, but he gets propped up and is just mouth agape, head lolling back, just right. sat in his chair. Yeah, he's missing teeth. Oh. Yeah. Right. Shoot a finger um, back at him and healing word him. Yeah. Um, just because. He's still out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll still be out, but this might help him a bit. Yeah, bringing You're, him back. Do you think this guy might have a permanent speech impediment? <laughs> um, I'm gonna get getting fucked up. What time? Curfew was seven. Yep. Right. Still pretty early, isn't it? Like we haven't been here that long, and it was only no, one, no. Like you've been probably drinking for about an hour now. <clears throat> Charlie will pour a drink and pass it to the old man and say, like, if you don't mind me asking, how do you deal with it? Get up, go to work, come here, drink, go home. Doesn't get any easier. And he just knocks back the shot. Oh. Is that your boy? <laughs> this is probably going to sound uh, trivial, but he was my manager. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard of me. Um, my name's uh, Charlie Roughhouse. Never um, heard of you. I'm good. I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. Um, it was taken by some... some scum in Irim. It was the uh, only thing that I had that attached me to this world. Some dark words, boy. I got darker still, though. And you see that his eyes are kind of wheel welling up a little bit. He goes... At least you didn't drop the thing that killed your boy. And he blinks once or twice and that welling is gone. Yeah. And he just knocks back another shot. Yeah, I, I follow. <sighs> it was me sending him from a safe place that... <sighs> Talking ain't going to help. Ain't going to change anything. I'll drink to that. Eventually, that, that, that bottle probably goes within 20 minutes basically whenever you guys run out of whatever you're drinking they basically bring the next expensive thing down and put it it's spirits as well yeah. they're saying like, oh, yeah. I don't want beer or wine this is fucking hard liquor yeah. and that's it through <laughs> sort of this very stilted limited conversation you find out his name's Ego yep 
and he's a dock worker. And he's been kind of laid off today as well. And it doesn't help that this is like the like two-year anniversary of his boy dying. And you don't get any specifics, but you do find out from like what he sort of said that he was somehow responsible for the accident that killed his boy. Yeah. And everyone just gives this guy absolutely wide berth. They give you both a wide berth. At some point, the guy you knocked out comes too, and his friends take him home. But if you're intending to spend the rest of your day here, that's where we'll find you. How much... <clears throat> this is going to sound... I don't want this to sound patronising to him, but how much would it cost to set somebody up for, you know, a comfortable... Retirement. Ten ducats and see a man set for life. Twelve down. Yeah. On the table. He looks at you and goes, What'd you say your name was again? Charlie. He um, reaches out and puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, I'm an old man. I've got savings. I don't need this. Do something good with it. I've been wondering whether or not I want to go back to work, but I think at this point, I got her. I've got a wife to support. I've got a daughter-in-law to support. And he gets up and then promptly falls flat on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah, would basically be kind of at that same yeah. sort of thing. Like, Unfortunately, all of this, he's forgotten when he wakes up because he is fucking wasted. Yep. It seems to be the yearly thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, but. I would bag that up yeah. still and sort of put it on him with yeah. a note saying, you know... In a drunken scrawl. <laughs> basically, like, Dear Mr. trying to be... And like, yes. opens the note in the morning and it's just... Yes. Trying to be poetic and, like, the sun sets only once a day, but the rest of the day is bright. Never forget this... Charles, the, the roughest of houses. <laughs> Roll me a dex check, please. <laughs> <laughs> the roughest of houses. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, 16, but you're at disadvantage. Uh, you're fatigue. That's a nine. So, 14. 14. You're pretty certain he'll get the message. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, the, the girl who was playing the squeeze box gets up and tries to help him up. I'm just going to neck the rest of that bottle. <laughs> On the way, where's, is there like some hay that I can sleep in? There's, there's gutters. The, no, second, like there's the gutters. second you start making direction for that, I'm just like, no, no, Charlie, there's no, a curfew. It's, we it's, need to get somewhere. I know, I'm going to sleep with the horse. No. The horse, <laughs> if the horse is going to sleep your horse, here, Your horse will be here in a couple of days. The ponies <laughs> of her heart... Slept on the finest hay, so if they can, if, if the horses that carry her mad gold, I love the queen. They, if they, they didn't ho- have a curfew. No, but if the horses that carry the queen, if it's good enough for them, god damn, it's good enough for Charlie. It's, it might be good enough for Charlie, it's not good enough for the constabulary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you use words I don't quite understand. Have you ever met the queen? I can't say I have. Sure. Had the, pleasure. the Queen's such a lovely lady. Do I have her name on my body? Did uh, you know that? No. Yes. In a thigh. <laughs> Pop out a chiseled butt cheek. When I joined the Navy, the boys all told me that 
It's we all got our name, the Queen's name. God, I love the Queen. On our bums, as a show of respect. Well, apparently you don't. But I did. Oh, I love the Queen. <laughs> so this rambling... I'm, I'm He's trying to like screen. trying to like guide him back to. Oh no! I'm lying down on the straw next to a goat. God damn it! I'm trying to like find a, a goat to sleep with. Yeah. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> way is it good. Like, like there are worse ways, but there is. <laughs> Meanwhile, you stand in very nice post-bath robes. <laughs> I feel like Charlie's having more fun than us. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a spider sense you got tingling? It's a little bit tingling, yeah. Um, so the, the laundry is happening. Uh, you can see your clothes fluttering in the breeze in the courtyard oh. below. Yeah. While we were in the tavern, yeah. mm-hmm. while the other two were having their baths, I was waiting till last. I probably would have had, I would have sat down in the common room sure. and had a beverage. If yeah. there was one on offer, and homemade uh, lemonade, done, done. That's so wholesome. Uh, no alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. All right, homemade lemonade. It is. And so she winked and went. I've got some of the hard stuff, but I keep it for later. <laughs> Pretty sure the hard stuff is like Coke. Uh, <laughs> and I'll leave the audience to figure out which kind. Um, and what uh, a sip of lemonade and and watch through a window yeah. what what was happening outside. All right. So nestled by one of the windows, looking out over the courtyard, uh, sipping your lemonade, uh, you see that the heated discussion with this clergyman eventually culminates in the officer backhanding him. When the guy went down, he started beating him with the staff and then got the guy picked up and dragged back into the hall. A couple of minutes later, someone came over and was, like, basically helping remove the chains. Actually, you know what? You would have seen this as well. About ten minutes later, you would have seen another representative come out of the church and then sign a document. (laughs) (laughs) And I would have smiled to myself grimly, but I would have smiled. Mm. I was like, oh, they got the message? Good. Okay. And then the fellow in the greatcoat left with right. two guards either side of him. Mm-hmm. But after this all transpires, Ryland and Abella return to you, smelling and looking clean. Are we wanting to... Are you wanting an iron worker, yeah? Yes, need to do something about the teeth marks in my axe. Which is a sentence I never thought I'd have to say. It's a weird one, I'll give you that. I wouldn't mind a drink. Uh, and also, looking for a visit. Well, so, bartenders do know many things. <clears throat> well, no, so do, so do crazy scrying ladies who aren't apparently crazy but are so full of shit. Uh, Tinker's Corner, I wonder where that is. Are these robes acceptable attire to go out in public? Yeah? No, but I have other clothes. Oh, yes, do I can do. We? Yeah, do we? Yeah, I have a set yeah. of common Everyone clothes. Everyone has a well. set of common clothes as well as their armour. That's what you've got. Yeah. Yeah, you can put on those common clothes. Common clothes. Yeah, look, they're not overly fancy, but they're common clothes. They only smell slightly of swamp. Yeah. Mine smell a lot, but that's never going to change. It's not because of Uh, the swamp. So, yeah, I go out looking for a... uh, Well, I'm happy to go with them or I'm happy to go on my own looking for Tinker's Corner. I probably asked the old lady, Viola, my dear, um, where is Tinker's Corner? Oh, that's a lovely place. It's near the floating market. It's across the river. Ah, uh, do I need a, a visa? I I don't know. I don't leave the, uh, okay. the building. I, I, <clears throat> I could ask one of the nice young men in the other room. 
All right, never mind, not a problem, thank you. Uh, or possibly an iron worker. Oh, there are plenty of them. Right. Uh, the there's river. a near one. Oh, fucking river. All right, yes. <laughs> Language. <laughs> no. Enough with the swearing. <laughs> this lovely little... Oh, I'm so Bitterness sorry about him. into this world. <laughs> I'm so sorry about him. He grew up rough. He grew up rough. We really can't do anything at all about him. Sorry, that is... A, it, it, oh, no, I am aware. It, it means something different in your tongue. I do apologise. It is a, a turn of phrase from the north. Um, so... Uh, the iron workers are all across the river, none on the side. There's a cobbler down the road. Uh, he probably is not good with battle axes. <laughs> uh, all right, so we will we will go and presumably probably get visas. Yeah, let's just go and we'll head towards them. I'm sure we'll find There'll the There'll probably be someone on the bridge or near the bridge. Yeah. As you walk down the street, you see a number What's of... the statue situation? The soldiery have started removing the chains from the base of it. Uh-huh. As we go past him, I'm like, I would say, uh, in right. explanation to Abella and Rylan, I was like, nobody died. I was watching. Oh, good. Probably for the best. Holy men, it's bad form. Um, and then we, I, I actually would stop by the, uh, the the soldier and say, excuse me, where would we get a visa to cross the river? Go up to the watch house. You might catch Castellan if he hasn't already left. Ah. This Castellan sounds like an important gentleman. Well, yeah, he basically runs the outfit. Excellent. You need directions to the watch house, mate? That would be appreciated. So the guard gives you instructions to a location near the bridge and you follow them, uh, finding yourself winding down what is now starting to become a more bustling, more peaceful city. What's your passive perception, Abella? 14. 14. Okay. You arrive at basically a converted barn as this fellow in the greatcoat that you saw before who now has a blood stain or blood spatter on him... Um, what a mystery. Out. Yeah, stomps out. Oh, is that Castellan? Potentially. Pardon me. Uh, wanting to acquire a visa to cross the river? I don't recognise your accent. I'm from the north. Hmm. Would you what like about to see my two? permit? Ryland Westfall? <laughs> <laughs> For those listening at home, Karen looks very shocked. I, I'm very, I'm too tired for plot twist, Matt. Um, on, on perception. I think you mean inside. <laughs> In my moment of blind panic, I get a twelve. He's looking at you as though he is almost certain that it is who he thinks you are. No, it's the other silver dragon ball. Yeah, <laughs> I've met two. <laughs> you have one chance. I'm gonna because you rolled what? Twelve. You know what? Roll an intelligence check. You have advantage. <laughs> Fifteen. Well, put it this way. You might be able to save yourself if you convince him that you're not Erhart. Oh, God. Don't say anything. <laughs> say it in a different accent. Um, Can't you have a twin? Um, I look confused at Scan and make a hand gesture. Uh, and then I say in Northern to her, he wants to know where you're from and who you are. Uh, and then Castellan go- says in exactly the same language, yes, please, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Try to insinuate it was death, you idiot! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he turns to you and goes, so where in the north are you from? In exactly the same language. Lanitloth. Oh, that would explain it. <laughs> would explain what? The accent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look a lot like her. Wait a minute. Ooh! I don't actually know her name, 
I've only met her once. She called herself the sea bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she had a very similar accent. Tell me, do you Half have else? any relations? Yes. Oh, oh, cool, cool. I like you. We can be friends. Tell me about this. Um, did she have an unhealthy interest in dragons? Well, yes, she has one. Say it's one! Um, a lot so, like yours, only red. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. <clears throat> Always one up, man. They're just uh, chattering, by the way, in... Yeah, yeah. Like his, um, is, I was just standing there going, I'm going to kill him. I'm, I'm going to take him outside and punch him in the face. It, the do idiot! We, do either of you speak Illic? No! <laughs> Common and high Erlat, and I was trying to speak sign yeah. language! No. Yeah, okay, yeah. I should have just said, yeah, no, what? So is he distracted? I am not Urchat. Sorry, I not speak your language. That would be the solution. Do a poor impression of my accent. (laughs) However, at the present, he seems to have forgotten you. He's just in conversation. I have been searching for my sister for a while. I haven't seen her in a very long time. Mm. Um, I don't actually know how long. Well, she creeps up on you. (laughs) <laughs> can I insight that? Yeah, you absolutely can insight that. <laughs> uh, insight. Uh, 19. He perhaps has some ulterior motive, but what that is, you're not 100% certain. Cool. Perhaps we should speak more about your sister. I would be honoured if yourself and your companions would join me for dinner. And at this, the guards that are with him straighten up a little bit, implying that perhaps this invitation isn't necessarily one you can just easily say no to. Sure. Um, there's a curfew, I think. Um, but we've oh, got don't a Don't worry about door. that. They're not going to arrest me. Fair enough. Um, we're just wanting to, like, on the, for, for getting back to our, our inn. Oh, please, stay the night. I have plenty of rooms. I am sending him demon eyes right now. Why are you suddenly a skeptic from fucking Dark Crystal? <laughs> I'm being impressed because I want not this to hurry so we can get the permits and do the things. And then... I think it's at this point, Charlie Roughhouse rounds the corner. God, I love the Queen. God, I love the Queen. And yeah, I, I kind of gave up and just started playing music and that got him going again. It's so, like yeah. generic marching music. Yeah. One of the soldiers is like tapping his foot. <laughs> <laughs> I see it and it goes... He's a good musician, I'll give him that. The singer, I can take it or leave it. Oh, these are friends of yours? Uh, I've never met yes. them before. Friends are very strong. Sorry, wish I'd never met them time. before. <laughs> are you Charlie Roughhouse? No, I'm not, and I'll start marching back to my Please, I'm inviting your friends to dinner if you're... You might need some food to soak up Hey, look, couldn't apple, hurt. Charlie. I'm still like... Definitely not Charlie Roughhouse, the second of his name. I changed my tune a little bit from, like, marching to a little bit more jovial. Just like, I can deal with this. How quaint. Bella, roll me a perception check. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh? No. Seven. That's fine. All right. Really? Can I roll perception on this dude? How fucked am I? Or is yeah, it basically- it's an insight, but go for it. Oh, oh, well, it's, I don't think I... Because he seems to be, have forgotten about me temporarily. Yes, yes, he has. Six. Six? Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm trying to decide whether I can risk sneaking away at this point. <laughs> mm, mm. Get sure. us over the well, fucking bridge. Um, and yeah, I'm like, that's very I'm kind trying. of you. Vin is dinner. Probably in an hour or so. 
Sounds lovely. We, we can have drinks, right, too. I'll have some of the best wine in the city brought Hey, to. Charlie, there's drinks. I think he's too far away. <laughs> I do, like, an about turn. Just <laughs> 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 like a jovial sort of hop. Just, did somebody say drinks? <laughs> Mr. Roughhouse, may I say I'm quite a fan of your bouts. Oh, I think you've mistaken me for my... My... Twin? <laughs> my... Less attractive twin brother? Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad. Did you just trail off there? And you, young man, uh, are you looking for a job? I'm always open for jobs. I'm not necessarily looking. Good to know. Well, we will need some musical accompaniment, so please join us. I'm trying to radiate trap to everyone as much. Um, well, actually, for the moment we've got. Can I have a retainer that comes with him? This FYI is like five men, but yeah. So we have some business to take care of across the bit, bridge. Um, just a few errands to run. So we can take care of that tomorrow. Good. <laughs> <laughs> are you the Are you the commander? Oh no, that's Commander Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> What's his first name? Oh, please say David. Bjorn. <laughs> Bjorn Davidson. Still good. <laughs> well, dinner. Hey, you. How do you think I know how to speak Illic? Ah, of course. Yeah. Well, dinner sounds lovely. So have you been in the north before? Several times. One Mm. one trip I met your lovely sister. Really? Yes. In what? I have been searching for her for a while. And last I saw her, little, like, (laughs) country girl living in the roughs around land at last, looking for her own little dragon. She didn't strike me as a country girl. Nine, nine. In fact, it was a very brief encounter. Oh, dear. What were the circumstances? I'm curious. Oh, something akin to dipping the flags. Ah. Yeah, last I heard, she was mixed up in some cult or something. I don't know. I don't partake in religion myself. I noticed. I noticed. How so? Uh, Did you notice? Yeah. um, Beat the shit out of the the priest. uh, There was a puddle of blood about how you Oh, that. Yes. (laughs) Well, I I can't say I disagree. I find it easier to cut through red tape, sometimes mm. the solid beating. And you notice that on the head of his staff, he just sort of idly polishes off a bit of blood that's mm. still stuck on it. So your force, this, this, the, the men that you command, these uh, red shields, um, as I understand, this is not a uh, conventional military unit. No, but we borrow a lot of their tactics, as you would know if you'd seen the brochure. I <laughs> did, actually, yeah. Um, you notice, actually... And I think, Abella, you would notice this. One or two of the soldiers that are with you actually have a purple cloak, but under the purple cloak, it has the Bashan colours. Hmm. Um, so my understanding was, I, uh, my knowledge may be significantly out of date, I acknowledge. Um, I've been at sea a while. The, uh, the, red, the red shields were um, in service to the Bashanal Republic until, uh, I figure, and very recently. You could say there was a negotiation to do with the wages that fell through. Ah. Have you seen the city? Let me give you a tour as we return to my quarters. I'll point out some areas of interest to you on the way. So you actually cross this bridge at this point, Mm -hmm. and you're in this area that's sort of, it's very much trade houses, (laughs) and they're all shuttered. Like, are we being escorted? Do we have a choice? Yeah, yeah, you've got like five guards with you. And have we been disarmed? No. As you pass through this area, he goes, oh, this is uh, 
traders present. Uh, we are currently disallowing transport into and out of Ratu. So if you were planning to catch a boat, uh, it's going to be very difficult. No, it wasn't our, our intention. Um, not actually saw what we're in the market for. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was that. Abella, do me a we're perception check. Key. We're going to key for a boat. Yeah, but I think the best way to key is by Oh, good. Um, oh, good. That's not even... Hey, it's a six. One sec. Uh, ten. <laughs> okay. How hostile do we, are these? Do we really want to wait for the horse? I think bored. We'll see. This, this probably is all just a ruse to get us to leave so I can't have a horse. <laughs> <laughs> we did have a horse. Her majesty <laughs> I wish he was joking. <laughs> no, he's not. I know. Yeah. Um, so you turn onto this very large, uh, very wide street and goes, ah, this is the parade it runs through to uh, the Wealthmakers District and then we will be taking a short boat ride across to my estate. And where is it you are staying at the moment? I'm in the mayoral district, but uh, I have a very comfortable manse. Mm. Sounds lovely. As you're walked up this parade towards where the boat obviously is waiting for you, uh, you notice that the population is far more active here. There are crowds in the street, although they are often being held back by these Red Shield mercenaries. Everyone can make perception checks if they would like. What did I take negatives to? 18, motherfucker! Uh, disadvantage on all checks. Oh, ability checks. Ability checks. 19. 18. Yeah. So everything I roll a dice for. 16. Yeah. Including that. <laughs> Including rolling dice so on the table. So who rolled the highest? You got 18? 18. I got 18. 19. 19, 18. Okay. 18. Okay. And that's um, also a 9. Pair of nine. You three notice I something. 17. 17? Fucking from a 9? Yeah. <laughs> I got a plus 8 to perception. Yeah. <laughs> There is a shadow that moves from one of the tops of the uh, one of the buildings in this main street. There are still people in the street, like enough that the guards are making a way. However, Abella. Yes. You're fairly certain you saw them wearing a porcelain mask. A porcelain mask that looks remarkably similar to the one you carry. Oh. It's you! <laughs> From yes. the no, it's, it's, it's her less attractive twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> Like, are we talking like the, the mask of the Kadra, or are we talking? No, not the Kadra. They have like a. The... No, 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 no. Um, she has a. I've got a porcelain mask. That's not related. Oh, okay. It's never really come up. <laughs> like, not since like it, second it, it, episode. Like, you know Except how I got. Except like, the, the maybe now. <laughs> Who knows? Um, cool. You know what this means. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> However, none of that matters because there is a particularly rowdy group of elves and humans that show up, and as you are jostled by them. One pulls a pistol and fires at Castellan. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Lita Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Douse. Nezor Valgoulis, the bard, and our sound recordist was played by Tom Moore. Scan Felsmar is played by Joshua Walker. And Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, check out our website at therebedragonscast.com or you can check us out on Podbean at therebedragons.podbean.com. 
We also have a Twitter, at TBDragonsCast, where you can tweet at us and talk about the show using the hashtag ThereBeDragons. ThereBeDragons is edited and produced by Matthew Buss and sound post-produced by Tom Moore. ThereBeDragons' original score and soundtrack is composed and produced by Sean Tanian. You can see more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons Art is produced by Brianna Manning. You can find more of her work at brepi.com. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>